listeners, it's Laura today. I am actually just going to do a shorter recording following up from last week. And I really want to just fill us with the Word of God. Reason why is we talked last week on teaching our children to listen and to walk in obedience. And we did go into our structure that both Connie Christie and I and a lot of other people in our community um, have used and I just wanted and it's in the word and I know sometimes when we hear some of these words today particularly in our culture our lights go up because people have just done it wrong the messaging out there in the world is just um, yeah just really confusing and so I just wanted to spend this podcast talking about the word of God and praying over some of the scriptures that actually we used um, Christy Connie and myself and many others like I said in our community as we trained our children and how do we train our children so first of all I just want to go to the basics found in 2nd Timothy 3 Verse 16, and it says this, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for the training of righteousness. And why I want you to start off by hearing that one in particular is because right away, I want, as I said, and we've all said over and over again, it's the word of God that has been our foundation and what we have leaned to when it comes to the instruction of how to live life, and particularly when we're talking about training our kids. Um, Ephesians 6, 4 says this, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Here again, where it talks about how there's a lot of challenges in in training our children, and even uses the word anger. And I, I often say um, in a joke with me that I learned how selfish I was when I got married, and I learned how much of an angry person I was when I had kids because all of a sudden I had in my marriage I had to share my life I couldn't just be independent and do my own thing and then I have kids and I find out that so many of my goals are blocked and so that's the reason why the word even tells me right there okay there's gonna be some frustration in your parenting and how do we do this and it talks about how we don't exasperate our kids but we discipline them in the fear of the Lord and that just comes again by what we've talked about so many times about clear structures, expectations, communication, follow through, and a lot of love. A lot of love. Okay, let me read this one. Proverbs 10, 17. Whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who rejects reproof leads others astray. Oh my goodness. This one talks about how we are, life is full of instructions and when we listen to those that have gone before us and I believe listen to the word of God that we're going to find life on our path and our journey but if we stiff neck ourselves and not listen to reproof we're even going to lead others astray and actually I look, as parents I look to us going okay is my heart open am I just stuck in my past am I stuck where I am if I'm doing something that's not working in my home am I really willing to humble myself and get around community and go to the word of God and find godly community and say, okay, what what do I need? What do we need to do different, honey, to get a different result? Because it says if you reject reproof, you lead others astray. So if we don't, if something's not working in our home and we're not willing to look at it honestly and um, and get godly counsel and adjust, we're going to lead our kids astray. We're not doing anything, anybody any good if we just blow this off. This is very, um, humbling 
and um, such a vulnerable journey to be on. Proverbs 12.1, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. (laughs) Here again, we're totally told that life is full of correction. So we don't need to be fearful of correction. We don't need to be fearful to receiving it ourselves. And we don't need to be fearful about training our children and correcting them because life is full of it. And here it says, if you love discipline, if you love being taught, having a heart of a learner and being taught, if you are okay with people speaking into your life, then you are actually really smart and you love knowledge, you're going to grow. But if we stiff neck ourselves against it again, it is just an absolutely not wise move. Okay, Proverbs 13, 24, let's run over here and it says this, whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. Okay, now this could be a controversial one. I know I get it. You're like, whoa, there it is, the rod. Sparing the rod, you know, and I'm going to say, I'm not going to calculate this or formulate this for you. This is something you have to go on your knees before the Lord. But it is so clear that if you love your child, then you're going to be consistent and clear and diligent to discipline them. And it says when we don't, when we aren't consistent, when we spare the rod, when we're not consistent, we're not clear, or we're not doing it, it says you don't really love your kid. I mean, and that's hard to say, but I'm just reading the Word of God. This is not anything I've gotten um, people jumping back at me, and I'm going, wait, wait, I didn't write the Word. This is what the Word says, and in community, on your knees in prayer is where you hear from the Lord, and you hear, how do I implement this in my life and in my situation? Okay, let's jump over to Proverbs 22:15. Let me read this one to you, and I hope you're enjoying this. Just somebody sitting down with you and putting all the lot of the scriptures, not all, there's so many, I can't go through all of them today, but putting these scriptures together so you can hear them. Proverbs 22, 15, folly or foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from them. There it is again. Kids are foolish. We're foolish. I mean, adults are. It's in the heart. And what we have to do is we're training. We're training the heart to be disciplined. We're training the heart not to run its wild way in the world, but to follow the ways of God. And there again, it says, when we correct, then we drive that discipline actually out far far from our kids. So let's jump over to Proverbs 29, 15. Another great scripture. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Okay, here we are. We're leaving our kids to ourselves. Just, okay, they'll figure it out. Let them have all the choices they want. Let them tell us what they need by their feelings. Is really, we're showing ourselves that that is not going to work in the long run. In fact, um, if we leave them to ourselves, we end up letting their lives be destroyed. And so what we, but the rod and correction actually give your children wisdom. Proverbs 29, 17 says this, discipline your son and he will give you rest. He will give delight to your heart. Here it is again. Just when we discipline our kids, we actually walk in rest. Why do we walk in rest? Because we have a structure and a plan and we're not getting frustrated. They know the expectations and the follow through. So they're not getting frustrated. Of course, they're getting frustrated. Life, it's hard. It takes a lot of work. It is a long process. It takes a lot of time out of our day to when you're in a really training season. But what happens in that is when we do it, when we're clear, we do it in love, we do it thoroughly, we do it 
um, consistently, then our kids aren't exasperated because they, they feel the consistency and they know the expectation. And we're not exasperated because we've given ourselves to this. And so we know the journey and we just, we just go into the journey with them. And we do it. Proverbs 23, 13 through 14. And I just want to say as I turn over in my words this, I get it. It is so hard. And that is why mommies and daddies, you need community. You need God-fearing, Jesus-loving, Bible-believing community around you just to um, lean in, to pray with you, to contend with you when you need wisdom beyond what you're seeing, when you need eyes to see how you're doing. We always leaned into community and said, okay, you know, help me. I'm so frustrated. I'm not getting somewhere. And there were times that we deviated other ways of disciplining our kids. When I asked correction from another or input from another friend going, it's not working. Can you help me? And just praying together and coming up with other creative ways to to help our kids train their heart, to help them see you are not obeying. And there is a, there's deception or there's rebellion or anger or defiance in your heart. And, and I need to, um, I'm, I'm here to partner with you and I need to let you see that and get that out and get that submitted to the Lord. So just another really uh, community, super, super important. Proverbs 23, 13 and 14 says this, do not withhold discipline from a child. Here you go. If you discipline them, they will not die. If you discipline with the rod, you will save his soul from Sheol. Now, I didn't write it. I'm just saying. But here it is again that we are told, don't withhold discipline from your child. When we discipline with a rod, it says you save their soul from Sheol. And so, um, again, just clear process of helping your kids know that um, this process is training. It's training for righteousness. We had read that scripture earlier. Actually, I'm going to jump right over to it and read it to you because I think it's amazing. It's over in Hebrews 12, 10 through 11 says this. Actually, let's go back to that in 2 Timothy where it says again that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. We are training and that beforehand says teaching, reproof, correction, training. We're training their heart for every good work. Okay, let's jump over to Hebrews 12, 10 through 11. Let's hear what this says. For they, that was our fathers, our earthly fathers, disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them. But God disciplines us for our good that we may share in his holiness. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who've been trained by it. Here it is again. I just want to say, mommies and daddies, this is not a one-day process. I think Connie said in our last episode, um, parenting isn't days and weeks, but it's months and years. It's consistency, but it is a walk of faith done in love, followed uh, listening to the Lord, following his instruction, you will yield the fruit of righteousness in the days to come. And it, it is a long journey. And sometimes you think, is this working? But I can tell you after um, four kids and years and years of training and discipline and um, them learning, I have seen fruit in my own kids. Um, okay, I want to kind of end. There's so many more I could read, but I want to end this. I want to end this with Proverbs 5, 12 through 13. And kind of taking, sometimes if we look at it at the other way, I, I start off talking about training and saying, what if we don't do it or not following instructions or not or being stiff-necked people? Listen to Proverbs 5, 12 through 13. 
and I love this is actually in one again this is um, a proverb on um, the adulterous woman and and in this middle of this you find this statement how the heart this this young person said oh how I hated discipline and my heart despised reproof I did not listen to the voice of my teachers or incline my ear to my instructors. I am at the brink of utter ruin in the assembled congregation. And when I read that, I was like, okay, that's like that's like um, being raised in a home where there wasn't correction or you they, the, the home didn't see the value and actually the purpose of training and correction. And so none of it was done or it wasn't followed through. And so this individual actually didn't like it, didn't listen to it, and left to their own self and to their own ways and to what they thought was right, talks about a very destructive life as they just fed their own passions and didn't submit themselves to the Lord or learned self-control in any way. And um, so definitely just kind of taking it from the other angle of our role, mommies and daddies, is to take these beautiful beautiful humans that God has given us, his creation, he's given it to us, um, loaned them to us in this season to help train and shape them and um, draw them to God first and foremost and let them know that they are made to love him, to be loved by him first, to love him back and to glorify him on this earth. And that is a process of um, are partnering with Jesus to love and train our kids. So I'm going to pray over us. And I just hope that this coupled with what we shared last week, just, I'm just trying to speak um, the word into you. I wanted you to hear the word. If you didn't take time to look at some scriptures, and I didn't even touch them. There are so many more in the Bible um, about correction and about stubbornness and but I just wanted to whet your appetite to let you just hear the word and to hear my process of going through the word and how we used it as a um, foundation to build on as we trained our kids so Lord I pray over our listeners and my prayer over them is that um, you know that their desires of their heart is to train their children, Father, in your ways, to love your ways and to walk with you and to know they're loved by you and to know that, that they have a plan and a purpose that you have given them for their time on this earth, God. And we need your help. We cannot do this on our own. We don't even want to do this on our own. We want to link arms with you as you planned and partner with you as we train our children the way they should go. Because your word says that when they're old, they will not depart. So God, I pray that from our listeners that, Lord, they just be, the, the scriptures would bring life and hope to each of their situations. I ask that you would speak to them in how to implement in their home um, training and correction and obedience and having uh, humble hearts that want to be learners and God, I pray that I'm um, just grace over this whole journey. Grace, and I also pray for diligence, God, that there really would be a sobriety and a diligence to, um, 
to grab arms with their spouse and to seek you, God, for your ways and your word and to uh, have community around them. If they don't have that, would you provide godly community, Lord? We want to raise this next generation, Father, of your kids for your glory. And it's hard, God. This is hard stuff because our culture doesn't um, love you and our culture doesn't honor your word and your ways. But we say we are those that do. We love you. We love your ways and we want to follow you. So I pray grace over each of our listeners today in Jesus name. Amen. All righty. Um, I hope that some of the scriptures just even compelled you more to just dive into the word. And again, you are welcome to email us at parentingwithpurposepodcast at gmail.com for any questions you would have and know that we are with you partnering with you and just contending with you want to be a voice with you in these days to help you as you parent your kids all right we'll talk to you next week